how many bags do you really need? I mean, come on, honestly. The kitchen sink, it yeah. can stay at home. I mean, for what are we talking about? International travel? Unless Domestic you... travel or just having a baby? I I'm thinking having a baby. Well, Since are we talking like induction? Called pushing it. <laughs> are we talking about induction? Are we talking about a first baby, a second baby, uh, a seventh baby? What are you talking about, Jen? Give me more information because oh, actually, I think I do need the kitchen sink. I was pretty adamant and now I might be actually changing my mind. <laughs> if I'm in some place to have a baby and it's number six, I probably dialed it down. Can I bring the kitchen sink to any birth? I want no. the kitchen sink. No, they have sinks. They do have sinks, they but have what sinks about all everywhere. the stuff? I need a lot of stuff. No, you don't. You always overpack, and then nobody's ever like, oh, man, I sure didn't bring enough. I was going to argue, and then I just looked down at all of my stuff and realized that I had an entire Target shopping bag full in my car that I unloaded into another bag before yeah. I came in today. Yeah. So there's you, nothing wrong with overpacking. Did I tell you about the time where I had a client bring a wheelie cooler to their birth? Yeah. This Seems is, appropriate. This is not a, what do you call that at a football game when you, a truck? A tailgate? Tailgate. A truck gate? A truck gate. I was about to say that. I was like, you know, the truck gate. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a tailgate party. It's a birth. You got a lot of other things you're supposed to be doing at that birth besides dealing with all your stuff. Do you realize how big these rooms are? This is not a suite. It's not a birthing suite, even though they say that on the web, on their little like, please have your baby at my hospital or birth center, because we have suites. You don't have a suite. You get this, a room. You, you, this is like, this it's is a birthing closet. Bedroom. This is a birthing closet. Unless where you, you're VIP. Where are you going to put all that stuff? That is true. You do have a good point where there. Where are you going to put your wheelie cooler mm. bin thing? You do make Plus a fine point your there. Two large wheelie suitcases and your carry on duffel bag. <laughs> Seriously. And your nursing pillow and your oh snoogle goodness. or snoodle or whatever. And your, what do you call that? Like uh, a friend pillow? That's for, what I'm talking about. The snoogle. Yeah, snoogle. That's right. Snoogle. Your yes. snoodle. I mean, there is going to be more stuff in that room than you even know what to deal with. And then you'll be stressed by the stuff. When you got to move rooms, you're like, oh, sorry, it's going to take us 500 trips. Move rooms? We're going to have to have a conversation. You need some, like, concierge service just to get out of your delivery room and into your postpartum room. A concierge? Bell, That's bell not hop. a terrible idea. A bellhop. Oh, I like where you're going with this. Orderies, Maybe we should tell people what we're talking about. Orderlies do not actually exist. It's a fiction of everybody's imagination. I've never met an orderly in my life. Me either. Huh. I don't know where they are. Good question. What is an orderly even? Just something that happens on TV. Hey, guess what? You're listening to Pushing It, where we talk about all things pregnancy, birth, life with a new baby, and orderlies. I'm Elise <laughs> McAllister. And I'm Jen Laird. Oh, I forgot to tell you, if you can't laugh without peeing yourself, you might as well laugh at yourself while doing it. But leave all your stuff at home, like seriously. Well, not all of it. Okay. Today, so we're going to tell you what to pack in your birth bag. Yes. And the I've good, the bad, and the way too much. Yeah. Yeah. 
obviously you might be able to tell from this banter <laughs> that I am like minimalist. For the first comes. time in her life, Jen is going to be a minimalist. I am a minimalist. Oh, really? Am I not usually a minimalist? No. Really? <gasps> oh, wait, tell me more. You're I want to know more. Minimalist, about... Jen. Really? No. Oh, I do have like. I was going. <laughs> I was doing some reordering in my basement last night, and I was like, "Oh wow, I have like I think I have enough uh, soft coolers. <laughs> I've got two, three. Oh, there's two in the house, and I think there's at least one in the garage. Yeah, you're not a minimalist. Plus the hard-sided cooler for camping because that keeps you know stuff colder for longer. Oh my gosh, I have three soft-sided coolers. Yeah, and a hard-sided cooler. The cute one for like the picnics and then the like more just the fact that you're having a conversation one. about all of your coolers okay. makes you i'm not a minimalist nope maybe i'm just old because over time you like acquire these potentially things. is that a thing i, I don't think know. that's a thing young people don't have a lot because they just haven't had they might time. have a lot of coolers maybe because they're having truck dates <laughs> <laughs> so leave all your coolers at home. Okay. So no, seriously. don't leave your coolers. Take a cooler to your berth. The soft-sided one, not the hard-sided. I might disagree. Oh my gosh. So speaking of what goes in those coolers, or whether that's hard-sided or soft-sided, yeah. you got to pack some food because yeah. you're going to get hungry. Are we and starting here, really? Food? Food. You know I really like food, Jen. Okay, it's also we'll what I brought food. in. Okay, let's also preface this just a little bit. We want to try to be inclusive here. Not everybody has a baby in a hospital. Right. Um, and so we want to be inclusive as well as you're going to know a little bit more about your birth location. So we would be talking from um, having been um, birth professionals for a while and attending births in... Um, birth centers? Birth centers. That um, birth centers have... Um, Cool, uh, coolers. They tend to have refrigerators and um, those types of things. Um, you don't have to bring a well, you can bring your pillow from home, but in general. Oh, are you skipping ahead? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that in general, hospitals and birth centers have places that you can put food that needs to be kept cold so you don't need to bring your um, hard sided cooler with you. with four days worth of food in there. Right. Okay. Generally, you don't spend four days at a freestanding birth center either. Yeah, that'd be a problem. That, I don't think that's typical. So, let's talk about this. So, you're going to need to bring some food because neither a birth center or a hospital, and when we say birth center, we are referring to freestanding birth centers. I know that a lot of hospitals call their yeah. labor ward, I'm going to call it old school, oh, their yeah. um, a birth center. Um, or their labor and delivery a birth center, but for this sake, we're going to say hospital or birth center, and yeah. we're referring to a freestanding birth center. Ooh, yeah. There we go, clarifying that. Um, so you can bring food, and we know that not all people are going to eat through all of their labor, because if you have an epidural, you're not going to be eating food. For some hospitals, it's only clear fluids. Um, so bring some clear fluids that you can have or just fluids. Um, also, that often includes <laughs> jello. Your fluids. You're just going to bring uh, some fluids. fluids. <laughs> what does that even mean, Elise? Bring your fluids. <laughs> 
we often on this show talk about the fluids, the fluids that come out of our body, but now you're just saying, bring those <laughs> fluids from home. Like, what? what wait, why? It's really warm in this room right now. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't even Can know. Can you clarify the fluids? I am trying to okay, clarify, fine. Jen. I'm talking broth okay, and jello. I mean, the hospital's going to have some jello, and they're going to have some broth, but it's going to be like instant broth. I mean, it's making bouillon look good. It's it's like broth in a tea bag. Does that make sense? Oh, that's gross. Right? That's, yeah. Uh, we've had it. Desperate yeah. times. I know. It actually really good at two in the morning because it has ridiculous amounts of salt. And oh my I, gosh. I don't. I've never had. You've it. never had. Oh, I don't do it. It is. It. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen people really like it in the middle of the night. Yeah. But it is not gluten free. Mm. It is not free of a lot of things. It's there's there's lots of unfree things. <laughs> it has oh, yeah. all the things in it except for like healthy things. Yeah. Please. So if you have dietary restrictions, please bring your own food because uh, in the middle of the night you're not going to get those right. those needs met. And the hospital has a kitchen, but they it usually closes at like eight p.m. Yeah. If you're going to a freestanding birth center, there's no kitchen. And when we are talking about a kitchen, we're talking about a place that you call on the phone and order, and they prepare the food and bring right. it to you. That's what we're talking about, kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not whipping no. up pancakes in that kitchen. This is called food services. Food services. Sorry. That's yes. okay. We're just clarifying. Just clarifying. You're just a mess over there, at least. I am. You know, I, I was doing really well with the yeah. heat from my trip, and now I come back, and it's like 70 degrees in Seattle, and I don't know what to do no, with myself. No, it is this room. It is. It's like Thailand hot in this yes, room. It is hot. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so bring some food in your cooler. You should be bringing things like string cheese and coconut water and recharge or Gatorade and other snacks, right? Like easy, not chewy bites of food. Yeah. Also, bring food for your partner if you have a partner or your team that you're bringing with you, your support people, because they're going to get hungry and you don't need them eating your food, especially mm-hmm. if you order food from the kitchen or food services, as Jen mm-hmm. likes to call yes, it. food services. If you get to order yourself a meal, you don't want them eating all your food. So, But also, you might not feel like eating food and then they can just eat it. So for sure. Too. But bring some food. You won't be sorry. I think you could even bring a hard-sided cooler and it no, would totally you be fine. Ha! You can leave that hard-sided cooler in your car and just bring the food up. So um, we're thinking about easily digestible type of food. So imagine you're going to a birth center where they've told you to bring a meal that you can eat after the baby's born. Oh, that after meal. That after meal. So that could have been... Um, I, I want to ask that you bring more than, like, berries and nuts and cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, something a little heartier than that um, that sounds good to eat. Um, it can be even, like, a microwavable meal totally. because that's probably what's going to be available. Yeah. That could be something frozen that you made ahead of time in uh-huh. single servings. Yeah. And that's for the birth center or the hospital. That could be popped into the microwave. Yeah. It could be, like... Mm, you know, I'm trying to think of a microwavable meal brand uh, that I can name. I don't know. I don't either. Just whatever. I, I don't. Yeah, or it could be something that you made, but yeah. just like a mac and cheese is really great. Yeah, yeah. I like the mac and cheese idea because it's. Um, some folks feel a tad bit nauseous and not quite like themselves. 
um, after having a baby and others are just kind of ravenous. Yes. Um, even if you're not feeling quite hungry, we want you to eat just bites of food um, because part of your nausea might be because you're just so hungry and tired and all of that and actually getting some energy in the form of food is going to be a great idea for you. Um, and, and we would include bringing some sort of um, mealish type food that you could also have in case you have a baby at, you know, three in the morning and food service doesn't start until seven, um, you're going to need more than graham crackers from the labor and delivery ward. And, you know, graham crackers and peanut butter is usually about all they got, maybe some string cheese, but, um, have some food. So guys, I know that we're talking a lot about food and it's a bit obnoxious, but believe <laughs> us, we go to a lot of births and we see a lot of things and we know the importance of having some food. Elise often talks about um, encouraging um, partners even to, even if you're not typically somebody who would have candy or fruit snacks or a granola bar, um, think about having a few of those things for partner. Mm-hmm. Um, if, tides change in the room meaning okay now it's time for the baby to we're going to start pushing or um maybe this birth is going in a different direction and leading to the operating room um partner suddenly with all that adrenaline of like whoa something's changing here can often feel not so great and even though they may not feel hungry we will look over at partner and say hey you got a granola bar in that bag now would be the time to make sure you've eaten one nobody wants you to faint no and we're not talking about oh you're a weakling you fainted that's not it at all we're talking you're a human being who's experiencing a big experience both physically in that you've probably lost sleep and you've been standing and pushing on your partner for hours or I mean in the nice way supporting your back um but <laughs> also this is a big emotional experience if you're you can not, really meet your baby if you're not used to being in a, a hospital or birth se- setting often then it's a lot and I'm You might have heard us say this before, but even as birth workers, if I have been up for a very long time, sometimes I will do a day of work and then get a call before I've even slept. So then I've worked all day through the night and that baby doesn't come until the next afternoon. I am pretty wiped and I need that granola bar to bring up my blood sugar. So I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not sure. I feel dizzy. I need to sit down for a second. So that's about being a human. So I try to always have like a little pack of uh, fruit snacks uh, just quick to grab because there's usually like five little fruit snacks in a packet. And if Mm -hmm. you just pop those into your mouth when you're feeling like, oh boy, I'm feeling a little faint, then it doesn't take a lot of chewing. It doesn't take any time or Mm -hmm. effort. And, um, you know, partners can just eat those on the walk to the OR and it's not a big deal. Sometimes if it's like a... A cliff bar or something that feels big yeah. and bulky to eat that can That's feel hard. like a lot, especially if you're already feeling a little queasy, yeah. then that can feel like a bit much. Where yep. fruit snacks can really just pop your adrenaline or sorry, your um, uh, blood sugar, blood sugar. There we oh, go. Yeah. Wow, That's that other word, yeah, yeah. back up. So. Okay, have we covered food and soft sided coolers enough? Here. I think so. So let's go back to the beginning. Okay. Let's go back to like. You're arriving at the Very hospital. good place to start. Oh, I don't think I know that. Yeah. Let's go to the very beginning. The sound of music. 
How do I not know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, how do I not know Because, that? um, them, and it's doe. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Now I know. The beginning gotcha. of that. Okay, anyway. All right. So you arrive at the hospital. Or birth center. Yes. If But if you arrive at the birth center, you're not going to necessarily need important documents. Oh, gotcha. Um, you do, you because you're already set Pretty up booked. in there. Pretty booked. But you might need your birth plan with you. But if you arrive at the hospital, it's important to have some of your important documents on hand. You're likely <laughs> already registered. But have your ID and your uh, insurance card on hand, but also have a copy of your birth plan. Some hospitals yeah. already have it in your in the system and ready to see, but it's a good idea to have it on there. Now remember, <laughs> have it as one page, and if you need some help writing it, check out our episode about birth plans. It's funny because when you were talking about important documents, I'm like, what? Like... The deed to your house, your rental agreement for your house. Like, what are you talking about? Important documents. Your birth certificate. What? Oh, so serious, Jen. So serious. Insurance card, driver's license. You're good. Yeah, for sure. Leave the passport at home. Yeah. You're fine. You're probably going to want to grab your phone out just to make sure you know where it is because you're going to want to take some pictures, right? Yeah. And update people, perhaps. Let's talk about that for a quick second, though. So having your phone out can be a little bit of a, I guess, double-edged sword, right? Good and bad. I got an opinion about this. Yes. So our advice is to pick and choose who you want to have communication with. And this is kind of like the helpful help or the uh, do you really want these people available for your birth. If you want them in your birth room, essentially, then then have them there and if you don't don't have them there in on your phone so it's a good idea to say hey we're in labor if that's what you want and then say we'll update you when we're ready but please don't text yeah birth is much longer than people realize yeah um and then they will they often get panicked or worried when you don't update or say there's a baby, they always assume the worst. Yeah. Birth always takes longer than I think it should when I'm not present. So this is the beauty of um, my experience is that it was before, it's going to say before cell phones, but it really wasn't. But it was before technology and I think our, our uh, community standard of immediate conversation and communication i find myself even with my husband or my kids if i text them and they don't text back right away i can start to go worst case scenarios really quickly like oh they're mad at me oh no uh there's something happened um oh no Uh, you know right all of those things and um i'm not actually being present in the experience and that um is important um i would say if I'm with, um, I shouldn't get too personal because I haven't asked uh, permission to talk too much about it, but I'm just saying all of us have very different ways that we feel loved and grounded. And for some folks, it is um, to have um, eye contact and no distraction. Right. And for other people, for them to be taking a break and, like, texting somebody, not big. Not a big deal. Right. You know? And so know that there is going to be more of an emotionally charged um, atmosphere 
And so you don't owe your birth to anybody. You don't owe communication to anybody. You can help people understand that birth takes a long time. And um, if you've listened to our podcast before, you know that even after the baby's born, it takes some time to have things settle. Unless you want them seeing your breasts or your vagina, then they should stay out of the room for at least an hour to possibly to postpartum. And hospital protocol usually doesn't allow for folks to be in and out. And so that communication with like, oh no, we got to tell them, it actually isn't as immediate as we might think it is. And, and I want to say too, you're, you're so excited. I totally get it. I wanted to like tell everybody, my baby's here and look, she's beautiful. He's beautiful, whatever. Um, but there weren't cell phones with... Um, you know, <laughs> with my <laughs> they were still attached to the cars back then. Totally, I had to take pictures, go to the one-hour photo place, <laughs> and then mail them to New Zealand to for the grandparents and aunts and uncles to see them. But I'm old school. That's fine. But I think there's some beauty in that too. Like it gets to be the description of voice and so on too. That is really nice. But whatever, we don't need to go into that. But I think um, make sure that you're understanding of um, how that distraction could be not feeling awesome but also you birthing person if you want to be on your phone and distract yourself like that awesome we're not we're not against distraction for you but we're we're wondering what that might feel like for a partner who's giving attention to their phone yeah so lay down some boundaries with everybody um with that, you can't have a phone unless you have chargers. So we recommend putting a post-it note on your hospital or your birth center bag that says the things that you want to pack that you can't pack ahead of time. Because I'm not packing my phone days and days before or weeks before a birth. So I would write a post-it note with the things on it like food in the fridge, cell phone charger, cell phones, and put that on the bag, put the bag wherever it belongs, and then when I when it's go time, pull the bag out, see the note, and grab those things. That way we don't forget them. Yeah, totally makes sense. Okay, so now we need to talk about some other things that are going to be in, in your four suitcases. Huh. You huh. mean Jen's one duffel bag? Duffel bag? Can we at least get some wheels on there? No. No, because you can't it, have a, a like a rolling. Just takes up so much room. How about a nice rectangular size small carry-on with wheels, so you can pull it with okay, one hand nice. while rubbing the laboring person's back. Okay, and a duffel bag because oh. you probably want to just chuck some stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Are you giving permission for two bags, Jen? Yeah. I, I just gave permission right there. Whoa. Jen is out of control. Okay, we haven't covered clothing. Let's throw some clothes in this bag. Let's throw some labor clothes in. Yeah. Um, you don't have to wear the great equalizer, oh. um, which is the hospital gown. Yeah. You can wear whatever you want to wear in labor. And we have talked about this in every podcast, including last week's. So the great, I really like the great equalizer. Oh, I hate no, the great equalizer. I, I love the words. Oh, you like the term great equalizer. The, you don't like wearing the great yes. equalizer. So the reason we call it the great equalizer <laughs> is that everybody looks equally as awful. Oh, in so awful. This hospital gown. 
Um, yeah, because it's a, like the worst shade of color. Yeah, first that center. Nobody looks good in. Don't you even worry about it. There's not any of those. Mm-mm. Sometimes um, they have something there, but it's do, really but rare. You just, yeah, you just wear your own clothes. Just okay. wear something. So you've got the option. Or nothing. True. You can wear the great equalizer, a.k.a. the hospital uh, gown. Um, pros and cons to that, um, it's ugly, A, but who cares? I'm just being sarcastic It also has that. a big old stamp that says property of uh, whatever yeah, hospital yeah. right on the chest. <laughs> we I, gotta be careful here. We're really not downing the hospital Oh, uniform. I for sure am. Okay, I totally whatever. am. Anyway. It's like straight up the worst combo of polyester okay, and something. Okay, but have you ever I actually... Have itching. Have you ever... Uh, yeah, I've had one on. You have never had a hospital there. No, but I've worn a hospital gown before. Oh, that's true. Okay. My <laughs> opinion on this, the reason that why it might be helpful is that there are snaps down the side. And so if you've got tubing from an epidural, um, from antibiotics or a, uh, what you call that thing? You're getting some an IV. F- IV fluids um, going into you. Then you're going to have tubing and um, it's kind of nice to have the ability to um, unsnap and snap those side ones order your own great equalizer that is not as hideous from the internet okay i got a bone to pick Uh uh-oh uh yep here we go every website for birth in the world that you look on is like get something yeah for sure get something Mm -hmm. that you can throw away or that can be destroyed like like somebody is going to die in this thing and that it's going to be destroyed forever no it's not going to be destroyed like it's not going to look like some crazy horror scene you're just having a baby insider tip I, let's see, I birthed uh, two of my children in t-shirts that I wore for years after. Were they white? Um, one was, ah. actually we're both. No, just one. One was white, honestly, and I didn't bleach it. I just washed it. That's awesome. Because really I got more of like baby stuff on it. Like yeah. amniotic fluid and... Stuff. Yeah. Not blood. A little bit of blood, but I don't know. Blood comes out. It's fine. Right. So essentially, we're not saying you could wear something normal. You don't have to like burn it afterwards because it's gross. Right. Some people are like, no, I'm wearing this old t shirt because honestly, I never want it anymore and I'm just going to throw it away. Awesome. Whatever. That's That's great too. I wore like this longer cardigan, stretchy, sweatery thing that I still wear. Yeah. And I had these flowy, stretchy pants that I yeah. wore for a little bit. And it's great. They, I have them both still. I love oh, them. Oh, sweet story. One of my friends and I used to do like clothing swaps. And uh, I loved these like flowy kind of pajamas. I wear them as pajamas um, pants. And one of my friends, um, like I took them and she's like, oh, I wore that in labor with her kid. I was like, oh. Oh, that's you know, so sweet. Being the birth nerd that I am. I'm like, oh, I love it even more. That's so awesome. I mean, you don't destroy things. Like, bad things do not happen in your clothes that make it so that you can't wear them again. Like, Okay, we beat this to the ground. We to- well, that's what we do. Yeah, that's Pushing a podcast where we beat it to the ground. We're beating it. Yep. Okay, um, so don't, please, just get what you like. It doesn't, I mean, it's cool if it's dark colors. I only wore black because I always wear black. So, wear what you want to wear in labor. Maybe get a robe if you feel, yeah, because you nice. get chilly in labor, and then you get hot in labor, and it's nice to have something that you can put on, take off, yep. you know. Get something that you want to wear in the tub if you want to wear something in the tub. Most people wear just a top when they go in the tub. Yep. So, 
wear that or bring that. So what we're thinking is maybe a bikini top. Don't very, say it, Jen. A very, very stretchy sports bra. Like a nursing top. I had this moment in the middle of the night after we last recorded. Yeah. And I was like, not a sports bra. Like one of those V cross at the chest, at the breast, nursing tops where it's not super tight around yeah, yeah. underneath. I, I don't want to wear that in the, in the tub. I want to wear my stretchy sports bra. It just can't have a tight <laughs> elastic because nothing feels as awful That's true. as a tight sports bra going over the chest, especially so when it's wet. Potentially, Ooh. there's a difference in um, people's chest size that impacts that. The, oh. Uh, maybe that. No, everyone's going to be looking at our boobs when I they look at our website. Totally <laughs> just had a revelation. That mm. I was not impacted by my uh even pregnant, huh? Uh-uh. Oh. No. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what you've heard us to recap say is where would you want to wear to birth, make it stretchy. Um, I'm suggesting two to three and no more than that outfits for thinking about wearing while you're birthing. Love it. Okay. Um, Wait, why two to three? I don't know. I just especially if it. I just said that it's not going to get destroyed. Okay, one to two then. Well, here's why you might need a couple. What if your water breaks in one of them? You don't exactly. want to be left without anything. I was just feeling a little insecure because um, I'm supposed to be the minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know you're not a minimalist. <laughs> so the the other thing I'm thinking of is. Um, it feels nice to not wear a hospital gown after you've had the baby. Yeah. It feels nice to be in your own stretchy pajamas that are comfy. So that's why I'm saying bring, bring like, um, you know, some stretchy pajamas, something that feels good to sit around in for the next day or two while you're in the hospital. Um, and know that you're not going to be pre-baby size right after you have a yes. baby. That you're going to be like five, six months pregnant size after you have a baby. Don't. Don't bring non-maternity clothes as your going-home outfit. Nothing feels more depressing than trying to put on your clothes to go home and then realize that they yeah. don't fit. There's a lot of swelling. There's a lot of bloating. There's a lot of your uterus is still fairly large and shrink shrinking inside of you. If you left the hospital being able to fit into, which I've never seen, mm -mm. pre-maternity clothes, I think I'd actually be kind of worried about you I don't know that's yeah. going too far but basically bring something that um is going to be comfy and stretchy that you can put on before you go um home um let's cover baby yes but before we do that I want to say bring an extra plastic bag that you uh, can throw all your dirty clothes in that's nice because if you have some wet clothes that you wore in the birth tub or your yeah. water broke in something have something you could throw it in because you're not going to want you know babies plan B outfit for coming home in there with your like wet amniotic fluid soaked outfit. Ew. Thanks, Elise. I just Thanks. painted you a little picture. There we go. Yeah, with your birth snacks because Jen didn't let you pack a cooler. Yeah, no, 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 no coolers. Two, two suitcases, a cooler. Oh, sure. Okay, baby <laughs> clothing. So uh, let's cover what you need for baby. Um, if you're going to a birth center, potentially you need a couple of diapers in there. Um, you need an outfit for the baby to come home in. But if you go to a hospital, you don't need to worry about those diapers because no. they've got them. Um... Don't worry about diapers, wipes, um, 
butt creams of any description. Like you don't unless need, you're particular, because they have butt creams. You don't need to pack like a diaper bag here. Like you don't need no, a rattle in no, there. No, don't bring a diaper bag. I'm some with books, Jen on this. Some Cheerios, none of that. None no of that. Cheerios. This is like the kid can't eat yet, except from the kid doesn't need a toy. Swallowing liquid, yeah, no toys. No toys. So you want to bring a couple of blankets? You don't need a baby Einstein like mobile mobile no, above no. the bassinet. <laughs> What, I've you, seen it. I have totally right, yeah. seen it. They're just so excited about using all the things that they got it's in the shower. time to stimulate baby's brain. Exactly. Day one. Yeah, no. Uh, don't <laughs> stimulate your kid's brain. Leave them. Um, so, what was I saying? Okay. <laughs> we are not down with brain stimulation on day one. It is recovery for all. Your baby just figured out breathing. Yeah. That is enough brain stimulation. Deal. Yes. Okay. So, socks. Um, I'm going to suggest a... Or footy pajamas. Yes, or footy pajamas. For um, everyone. We're talking footy pajamas. We're talking like long sleeves and long pants. If it is winter, then you're probably going to want a little onesie, which is kind of a short sleeve shirt that typically snaps um, between the legs, as well as that pajama. And what we're talking about pajama is long sleeved with long legs. Now, if you live in Texas and you have a baby in July, you might not need that long sleeve. You're be going more with like that short sleeved onesie with a blanket over the top of them. Um, but you want to have one more layer than you're going to be um, wearing is typically the rule we give to folks for newborns. Um, okay, so you don't need five outfits. Maybe bring two in case you're like, oh, I want options. Um, or you don't know how big your baby is going to be. Exactly. Um, for me, it was kind of a big, fun, symbolic thing of this is what my baby's going to wear home from the hospital. Um, and I really got into that, and I liked it. Other people are like, what? Who cares? So if that's a thing for you, that's great. I celebrate with you because... I see you. That was me. I loved it. I still have my kids' outfits that they wore home from the hospital in a box in the basement. Oh, I know. It's very sweet. Anyway, um, so a little outfit for them. I'm going to suggest, like, two receiving blankets. So when I say receiving, I'm not thinking, like, a quilt that's as big as your baby's crib. No. Leave that at home. That will fill up your one suitcase. Yeah. So leave that at home. We're talking two receiving blankets and a little hat for your baby's head as well. And that's it on the baby. Okay? So don't, no kitchen sink, leave it at home. This kid is going <laughs> to wear... You can wash your baby in the kitchen sink later. Yes, So later. just leave it at home. Um, okay, so now we covered baby. Let's let's do some popcorning of quick things to pack in a little bag for um, birthing person. Well, let's think about some toiletries. I'm a big that's, fan of toiletries because yeah. sometimes those little toiletries make you feel at home. But I want to tell you that the hospital's got it all. There's shampoo, there's toothpaste, toothbrushes, deodorant, True. all that if you need it. There's even lotion and chapstick. But it's always nice to have your own. You're going to need some kind of chapstick, lip balmy stuff. It is dry in the hospital. And when you are breathing deep, deep breathing, yeah. um, you're going to, your lips get dry. So something for your, for your lips. You're going to probably want some lotion that feels really nice. Uh, maybe even smells nice and relaxing like something lavendery. But bring your own toiletries because that can feel really nice when you take your first shower to have things that make you feel good. Oh, yes. Um, it might be nice to have some like makeup wipes or facial wipes, though, that are just wipes in case you don't get a shower um, when you would like it. 
True. But while you're laboring, you're going to want some hair ties. You're going to need some ways to pull your hair out of your face. If you forget your hair ties, though, we've got some hacks because, you know, we've we've always got some nice little hacks. If you find yourself in a pinch without a hair tie, there are the gloves that the nurses and doctors wear. You just rip the little band off and tie your hair back with that. That tight, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Jen? You know that little band that goes around, like, the top part of the glove? That gets pulled off. Yeah. And you can just tie that around your hair for a hair tie. If you are in need of a nice little cloth stretchy headband, you mm. ask for a baby hat uh -huh. and you cut it open. Now, I'm not talking like lengthwise. Yeah. I'm talking cut the covered top cover part. the top of the baby's yeah. head part and you turn that into a headband. Yep. And that is great for pulling all those little hairs that want to keep falling out when you're working hard. Yep. That makes a really great headband. Um, so we, there's some little ha hair tie hacks for you. So we've got your um, rubber band, your chopstick. What else we got in there? Well, you'll want to throw in some. Oh, yeah, we've got lotion. Yep. Love the lotion. Um, maybe some scented, but not scented. Don't be bringing your cucumber, lemon, verbena, mm -hmm. Bath and Body Works. Love you, Bath and Body Works, but no. No. That's a big smell. As a birth worker, I don't wear that lotion to somebody's birth because you might kick me out. So um, <laughs> try to get something really not scenty for that lotion. Some folks really like massage oil as well because it's... I don't know, massage. I was at a birth um, recently and she had a little, dare I say, chasse, chasse? What am I saying? Sachet. Sachet, that word. <laughs> I was trying to say the fancy word and then I like screwed it up. Um, you know, the little like, it was of lavender. So oh. she had lavender in that little sachet. Sachet. Um, the one bummer with it is that some of it started falling out oh. as she held it. But I think this is amazing. In fact, I want to do it myself. I'm having a hard day. I just pick up this, like, the lavender. Sachet. Thank you. And put <laughs> it up to my nose. And then she would do some deep breathing, and it would calm her down. And she loved that scent. So, yes, scents actually can be super powerful. But notice how with her, she had something she could quickly get away in case she suddenly started hating lavender. Oh, I love that. And then your stress just... It melts sachets away. away. It totally worked. I, I really couldn't help it. I Thank had you. to say sachet I appreciate the away. sachet away. Yeah. So um, another <laughs> thought on scent would be you can't have a candle, but you could have a, um, I was going to say humidifier. What is oh, that? Oh, yeah. An oil um, diffuser. Diffuser. You could plug in your oil diffuser, but not your candle -y one, and put some nice um, oils just in there. I'm curious how you're fitting all this in one bag. But. You are. Totally fine. There's small ones. Oh, the they small ones. They even have, like, battery-operated ones. I, I got one Very ones. small yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, you know, you mentioned candles, and so I'm also thinking you might want to throw some LED candles yep. in your bag. Those are nice. Because not everybody is down with the uh, fluorescent lights. Yep. So I also true. love it in the bathroom throwing those little LED lights around the bathtub. Oh, yeah. Because I like the dim lights. And your bathroom options, unlike the hospital room, yep. the hospital room you can dim a lot of lights, but in the bathroom you get pitch black or you get fluorescent light. light. Yeah. So you put those little LED candles around the bathtub, and it's very spa-like. And tell me your hack. Oh, my gosh. I wowed Jen before the show like, on my hack. Amazing. So some hospitals have motion-activated lights sensors uh 
And so if yours does, and every time you move, you have to, you know, get up and turn off the light and so that it can be dark again, you just stick a maxi pad over the light sensor we're talking the ones that are already there yeah 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 don't use your own use the freebies and the they usually put a plastic bag in there yeah that totally makes sense yeah okay so little battery operated uh little candles let's see anything else yes what bring a towel oh because when you get out of well when you take that shower oh that's so funny when you get your postpartum shower, you're going to need a towel because you, the towels at the hospital are like hand towels. They're Very not... funny. Minimalist Jen is like, seriously, you don't need a towel. You'll be just fine. Mm. Whatever. Just for the postpartum shower. When you get out of the bath, at least if you have a doula, you get your doula and your partner all drying you off. So yeah. you get like pampered toweling off. That's true. But postpartum, it is nice to have a towel that you can wrap around your whole body that yeah. you can actually dry off with. It's not like a washcloth. Yeah. Here's um, something you might just consider leaving at home because you're not going to be perusing a book on how to take care of your baby. Oh, either yeah. Either in labor or just after you've had your baby. Because if you are, then just stare at your baby instead of reading about your baby. Okay. And you're also in a place where that's they want to educate you and they want to support you. And a nurse walks in to check on you and you ask her that question instead of looking it up in your book. So don't love that. Don't weigh your um, your one suitcase down. With all those books. Can we just say don't, don't bring the birth books at all? It, it's not really, I mean, maybe if you had a couple of pages um, for partner who's like, yeah, these are the things, these are the notes I took, this is what I wouldn't remember. But more often than not, you guys, nobody's looking at that anyway. You're like hopefully kind of just in this moment and feeling supported. You might consider bringing a couple, but... Most, I, it's very rare that I see that even being super helpful. If you have an induction, you might listen to our podcast, yes. but maybe not read books like no. on birth, but you might want to bring some like easy reading, like a magazine, but most people don't read books in right. labor. I know. Bring some games and movies though for inductions. I really liked having some magazines um, that like, okay, I'm just holding baby, trying to chill out and I don't want to just kind of stare at my baby and I can't sleep right now. It was nice to flip through some magazines um, postpartum. So that could be, but birth books, don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. So packing some things for postpartum, things to look at, things to keep you entertained aside from your baby. And then maybe a pillow of your own, if you have an induction or if it feels comfy postpartum to get some sleep. I think those are our biggest hacks. Wait, 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 wait. What about a blanket? Oh, some people like a throw blanket. So yes, they're cozy at home throw blanket. Because, you know, kind of scratchy hospital. Um, oh, you think the hospital gowns are not scratchy, but the blankets are? A little scratchy in there. Yeah. But then you yeah. might miss out on the beauty of the heated blanket. Oh, true. Oh, I true. do love a heated blanket. Don't nice. hold out on it or hold back on those heated blankets. Yeah. Bring a blankie from home. Also, partner might want a blankie from home. Mm. And don't forget your partner's comfy clothes because nobody mm. wants to hang out at birth in jeans the whole time. Uh-huh. Or realize they've been wearing the same underwear for a few days. Ooh, yikes. Not a good thing. Also, Everybody if partner wants to do skin to skin, they might prefer a button-down shirt over oh, yeah. a t-shirt. And they have to pull all the way yeah, off. Yeah. So just throwing that one out there, too. That's cool. Yeah. I think you're 
one bag plus duffel bag and purse is probably full now. And your one soft-sided cooler yeah. is oh, pretty. Brother. Maybe okay. throw it in a Can wagon. Can get serious for just a second? All right. I believe in you. I believe in you too, Jen. I mean, not you at least. Oh. I'm not talking to you. We believe in you. I can imagine that some folks, this, all this talk about what should I pack and all that, there there could be some feelings of like, oh man, I'm so excited. This is going to happen. How fun. Yeah, and, this is real. And I get to meet my baby. How fun. And then there's other folks who are like, oh, shit's getting real. I was just going to say that, but then I, I thought you might get mad at me. I know. And I thought I would impress you by saying it. You totally so did. That's what Shit just got here. real. I For know. you, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, this is a new experience. Um, I'm going to go through a new experience. I'm going to go through birth here. Labor. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't predict how long it's going to be, what's going to happen, how I'm going to cope. All of those are unknowns. And I can imagine for some folks listening to this, that's challenging. So, um, yeah, we, we see you. We hear you. You know what I call this? What? I call this the first leap. Oh, the leap. I, there are a lot of leaps in yeah. this process, not just birth, but becoming a parent and parenting. But this is a leap. This is where you say, I have no idea what this process holds. I don't know what's on the other side. And you jump in feet first and you trust. Yeah. And you know, it all works out. Yeah. And this is one of the first biggies. Yeah. And we know that this leap works. Yep. So pack that bag. Believe in yourself. And take the leap. the pushing it today um we would love it if you followed us on the social media the instagram the facebook hey we, we've kind of done some makeover of the social media and i think we like the direction we're going in which is hopefully empowering you guys giving you some eye candy and um good info yeah and there's one more place you can check us out now oh yeah and that's patreon yeah we have so a little account there too check us out on patreon because you can join us on a whole new level and access some really awesome ways to um yeah to connect with us to ask your questions and even have actual face-to-face -face time with us have us help you write your birth plan or Help us pack your birth bag. Have us help you pack your birth bag. Uh, so <laughs> that would be fun. At least I almost said, bye, I love you. Oh. But I realize I'm not like. You can know, we? Can we? Talk okay. to one of my kids on the phone. Let's do it. Okay, bye. Bye, we love you. <laughs>